It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, Sleepy J underscore pregame. Joined here by nobody today. Actually, Uncle Dave had some unfortunate news earlier on yesterday afternoon. His wife had a little bit of an accident involving a horse. I guess she had fell off and maybe she had broke a couple of bones. It looks like she may have to go for some type of a surgery. So Uncle Dave's tied up, but we certainly wish Mrs. Essler all the best of luck. And hopefully she has a speedy recovery and she's back in action. And Uncle Dave can get back to doing his normal thing. I'm sure Uncle Dave will be asked to go ahead and pull some extra weight at home. A lot of cooking, a lot of cleaning. So he'll understand what it's like when the roles are reversed, when somebody's doing everything and taking care of you but uncle dave's a good man he's gonna have to go ahead and tend to the 800 acre ranch so with that said we're gonna talk a little bit of golf also guys what i did was i included nba game for today i'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a prop play i'm also going to go ahead through a baseball game and i'm gonna give you guys a prop play in there and a first five inning wager i want to jump over to golf here first we are gonna have the tour championship this one will be played in Atlanta, Georgia, we'll have the top 30 golfers going here for this one. Now, Uncle David sent me some stuff, and he said, here's what you can give out for the podcast. So I said, okay, cool. Let me see what Uncle Dave has here. And I also have a bunch of stuff, actually. I went through and I handicapped this kind of deep here, and I, I have a bunch of head-to-heads. Now, obviously, with only 30 golfers, and you're going to end up with, with a stroke kind of difference here where... You know, the, the top guy's going to start out, I think he's going to start out minus 10, and then the second place guy's going to be like minus 8, and they keep losing strokes as they go on down. So uh, I'm going to give you guys a bunch of head-to-heads. I have one winner that I like, and Uncle Dave has a winner, a leader after the first round, and he also has a head-to-head matchup here that he's going to go ahead and give out. Why don't I go ahead and start out with Uncle Dave, because if you guys don't have any interest in my golf plays, because we know Uncle Dave's been red hot, well, then you could probably just skip through a little bit and find some of the baseball and basketball stuff. But let me give you guys leader after the first round. He's going to go ahead at 12-1. to 1, He's going to go ahead and take Xander Shoffley. I actually like that one. I'm going to give you guys something with Shoffley as well. To win, Uncle Dave's going to go ahead. He's going to take Webb Simpson at 10-1. to 1. He's going to go ahead. He's going to start four shots back. And he thinks that Simpson can go for it. Simpson, I actually went through and I looked at his stats at this course and I believe Webb has actually been here like seven out of the last ten years. And he has a lot of experience here. A lot of solid finishes as well. So I don't see any reason why Webb shouldn't be at least, you know, maybe a pizza bet on your card. But Uncle Dave does like Webb Simpson at 10-1 to 1 to go ahead and win. And he's going to go ahead. He's going to play a head-to-head matchup here. He's going to go ahead. He's going to take English plus 120 over Hideki Matsuyama. So that is Uncle Dave's free stuff there for you guys for golf. I'm sure Uncle Dave, if he does find some time, which he actually let me know that he's going to be really tough on time over the next probably couple of days, I would I would imagine. So so make sure you guys go ahead and wish Uncle Dave and his wife, you know, a uh, speedy recovery on her end. But uh, with that said, maybe Uncle Dave will go ahead and tweet out some stuff if he does find a minute or two. Let me give you guys a couple of the head-to-head matchups that I'm looking at. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play Rory over Morikawa. You can find that one on, I believe it was FanDuel. I think Rory was actually minus 105 in that one. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play Xander over Berger. That one as well was on FanDuel. I think Berger was actually a slight favorite in that one. Maybe like minus 115. I think Xander was right around minus 105 
or minus 110. You know, the main reason to go ahead and take Shoffley here and Rory, at least on my head-to-head matchup card, Shoffley has been very good at this course the last three years in a row. Now, I believe he's only been here three years in a row from the from the work that I did, and he's been solid, and you can't take anything away from Now, Rory, he's been here, I want to say he's probably been here like six out of the last eight years, and he's won there twice, and he hasn't finished any worse than T16. He has a T10, a T2, a T7, and the way that Rory's golfing right now, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't go ahead and play him over Morikawa. Now, there are some other head-to-heads that I found on DraftKings. Here's one that I like for sure. Finau over Scheffler. Finau minus 125. I think that's a solid wager. Finau has a ton of experience here at this course. Scheffler, zero visits here. And if you go back and you look to when golfers first step on this course. Now, they've been here for many years here at this golf course. They they generally just don't come out and play all that well with their first visit to this course. And I think that that will be an advantage here for Finau. I think you got to love Dustin Johnson here in this spot. One, he has the experience. He's been here nine out of the last ten years. Yeah, he's a little bit of feast or famine here as he usually finishes, you know, rather high or he just he, he's just absolutely terrible. You know, it's hard to go ahead and, and take anything away from him, you know, what he's been doing. But I think the price on him is somewhat fair. And then you get Rom coming off of a win where, don't get me wrong, he looked dialed in and it, it's scary. And Rom has actually been half decent here. But he hasn't finished within the top five, you know, the last three years that Rom's been here. So I'll go ahead. I'll put a little bit on DJ. I think he's got a solid shot. Let me go ahead and throw one more head-to-head at you guys before I go ahead and give you my winner. You get Berger versus Bryson. Now, now Berger has three trips here at this event, but he hasn't had any trips here in the last two years. Now, Bryson, he has two, and Bryson has been here the last two years. So I think it is a familiarity thing, and we know how Bryson is off the tee. I mean, this guy can gobble up the yardage rather quickly. And I just wonder if that puts, you know, some undue stress on a guy like Berger, who obviously isn't going to go ahead and hit the ball anywhere near as long as Bryson is going to. And I think maybe, you know, when you're when you're out there golfing against a guy like Bryson, who, don't get me wrong, he, he's doing well with his irons, he's doing well with his putting, but when you start putting pressure on somebody to go ahead and, and try to make up all that yardage, you know, hole after hole after hole, eventually I think you start taking chances. So that's one of the reasons why I don't like Berger here in this particular matchup. And that's another reason why I like Xander over Berger as well. So I'm going to go ahead and it looks like I'm going to fade Berger here a couple times. Uh, as far as, you know, a winner goes in this one, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a shot here with Rory. I'm going to take him at 25 to 1. You know, Rory just has so much experience at this course. And the way he's been golfing, he's been golfing well, at least well enough. You know, if he can get hot and go ahead and rip through a bunch of holes, I don't think there's anybody on this course. Maybe Dustin Johnson has about as much as experience at this course as Rory. But you know Rory's going to go for it. He's going to take every chance that he can. I mean, there's no reason for him not to. So I'll go ahead and I'll play him at 25-1. to 1. I mean, there's a decent ticket price. I mean, if you want to go ahead and play Johnson to win, I mean, you're only going to get like 2-1. to one. Some places were like plus 150. And, you know, for, for a small bet, you know, I figure why not go ahead and take a shot with Rory McIlroy to go ahead and win. Let's jump over to some MLB stuff here, guys. Actually, let's start off with the NBA here. This is going to be an easy one for you guys. You're going to have the Rockets and Thunder going into Game 7 tomorrow. Do or die. And uh, the guy in the news the last couple of days has been Russell Westbrook. And the fact that he missed a big shot and he turned the ball over, 
didn't exactly play all that well. But let's not forget, guys, that Westbrook was out, you know, for a decent amount of time. He's going to come in here tomorrow. He's going to be pissed. His total right now for points is 20 and a half. But I like his points, rebounds, and assists over 32 and a half tomorrow. I like that. I also like his points over. I think Westbrook, whether they win or whether they lose, is going to go out there with, you know, the, kind of like that championship feel, that championship look. You know, he's going to have the eye of the tiger tomorrow. I think he's going to go for it, and I think he's going to silence a lot of his critics. One way or another, I think Westbrook has a really good game tomorrow. Let's jump over to baseball real quick, guys. I do want to go ahead and give you guys a play that is not up as of right now, but I think you may be able to find it uh, at some point tomorrow. San Diego right now, winners of two in a row, but they got a nice day off, so I'm sure that that's going to go ahead and benefit in some type of way. Now, you're going to end up with Lamette on the mound, and you're going to end up with Tehran on the mound here for the Angels. Tehran is just not a good pitcher, but both of these teams, Padres and Angels, their bullpens you know, are somewhat sketchy, but I think if you go head-to-head with Lamette against Tehran. I think a first five inning wager on the Padres is actually a very solid bet. One of the things about Lamette, he's just hard to figure out and if they haven't seen him yet and this guy can throw you know a bunch of strikeouts. I mean he has like double digit strikeouts in some of the games this year. He had like eight, nine, six strikeouts. So I mean this guy can get the ball past you and he's going to go right after these angel hitters and the fact that they haven't seen him that's a concern, Tehran. I mean, he, I, I think his ERA, I'm going to actually have to take a look at this. I, I thought it was somewhere around 6 or somewhere around 8. Actually, I was wrong. It's 9.17 with a 1.70 whip. And Tehran hasn't been going deep. I mean, he has over a five-game stretch right now. It looks like he has about 14 innings. So, you know, he's only going like like three innings in each game. He's a very low strikeout guy. He doesn't have any more than three strikeouts in any game this season. He's given up multiple home runs right now, six on the year, a bunch of walks. So, you know, if the Padres come in, and we've seen what this team has been doing to teams, you know, over like the last month. I mean, it's load the bases, hit a grand slam, get two guys on, hit a three-run bomb. They're out there stealing. They're out there hitting. The Padres are a very good team. And that pitching staff, you know, they just got a little bit of a boost. And, and it comes with, you know, Clevenger coming over from the Cleveland Indians, that's only going to put more pressure on those pitchers. And I think it's good pressure for the pitchers that are out there on the mound to go ahead and really perform to go ahead and make sure that, you know, they stay within this starting rotation. So, and I certainly think a guy like Lamette, you know, would fall into that, you know, iffy type of category where, you know, if he doesn't play all that well, maybe they don't go ahead and continue to go ahead and start him. So that's one of the wagers I'm going to make there in that game. I'm going to look at Lamette. Probably is over strikeouts. I think if we can get that at five and a half, I think that's a decent a decent way to go. No, I just don't see a whole lot coming from the Angels tomorrow. I think they'll be in a lot of trouble with Tehran on the mound. Well, that's it, guys. Quick and easy. I did the best I could here without Uncle Dave. Went ahead, gave you guys the golf stuff, a little bit of NBA and some MLB. I'm Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, Sleepy J underscore pregame. You guys can always find Uncle Dave at Dave underscore Essler. Reach out to him. Wish him well, guys. That uh, you know everything goes well with him and his wife. You know over the next couple of weeks or, or months, you never know. I, I he said something about surgery, so we'll see. But uh, with that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck today. Enjoy the games.